Welcome to another episode of the Physique Formation Podcast with your host, Denver Stain. This podcast is getting a little bit interesting now because I'm recording while I'm traveling, which I haven't done in a few years now. And as much as I would love to have perfect audio, you know, the perfect room and stuff, there's going to be echoes. There's going to be, I can hear a bird in the background right now. And um, I am pretty much in my hotel room right next to a pool, which is amazing to be honest and it's pretty cool that I'm able to do this deliver this information to you guys uh, from anywhere in the world and have it accessible for you so you can learn a few things along the way so today I want to talk about sugar haven't titled this podcast yet but basically it's going to be about sugar because I have a conversation I have too many conversations with people everywhere all over the world about sugar and their fear of sugar and it's so common for me to hear someone say, oh, but that's got sugar in it. You know, you can't have that. Oh, but, you know, I'm trying to cut out sugar. And then if I want to be, you know, a dick, I can be like, oh, wait, so you don't eat any fruits? You don't eat like sweet potatoes, some vegetables? Because they have naturally occurring sugar. And then people are like, oh, no, no, I don't eat, you know, added sugar. In reality, what they're saying is they have no idea what they're saying. And they're I'm not going to say everybody, but typically those who do say, I don't eat something, they tend to try to avoid it as much as they can. However, they definitely do eat these things, uh, either in moderation or without realizing it. So let's talk about sugar. Like, so let's talk about like, what is sugar? Sugar is basically a carbohydrate when we think about it. So, you know, it's a carbohydrate that is naturally found in many foods like fruits and vegetables and dairy products as well uh, but it's more commonly known you know to be added to foods or processed foods and drinks so when you think about coca-cola or sprite uh, you think about juices things like that you think about cakes and biscuits and lollies and all these processed things which we all love uh, they contain sugar um, but that's not to say sugar is evil or sugar is so bad for you. It really comes down to a few different considerations. And there's times where sugar is the optimal selection uh, in terms of nutrient choice uh, for a desired goal. So we'll get into that in this podcast. I'll try to keep it nice and short. I know the last one was a bit longer. Uh, if you didn't listen to that one, it was on relationships and physique goals. And I definitely recommend that you do check that one out. But first of all, let's just talk about the positives of sugar. I think that's pr- pretty much a good place to start because it'll have a few people shaking their heads and thinking, no, 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 like that can't be right. Surely sugar is so bad for you, right? So we'll hit up the positives first. Then we'll talk about maybe some of the negatives. And then when you might actually find that sugar might be really helpful for you. So in regards to the positives around sugar, the first one is obviously that it provides energy. So sugar is basically a source of glucose um, and that's your body's preferred primary source of energy. So if you're consuming sugar, you're giving your body a very fast, um, easily used source of energy. So you get a nice little energy boost and you think about people who add sugar to their coffees, they feel a little bit more alert, alive, a bit more energy throughout the day. common it's very common for people to have little snacks here and there to get this little bump up in sugar and essentially they're getting a bump up in energy um, as the main focus now from a metabolic perspective or metabolism process perspective 
any carbohydrate that you consume will be broken down in the body and the end result of that will be glucose, right? And sugar is a source of glucose basically. So any carbohydrate that you consume besides fiber will be broken down into the body into its simplest form being glucose. And then that glucose will be uptaken into the muscle and stored in the muscle as muscle glycogen. And it can also be stored in the liver as liver glycogen. In addition, your body will use, or your brain will utilize glucose for basic function, basically energy. Um, and your nervous system will utilize glucose as well. So there's gonna be glucose in your blood, glucose in your muscles and your liver, and it's gonna be transported all, all across your body, basically, to provide energy as it is needed across the day. So number one, positive, provides energy and it's a very quickly utilized energy. Number two is it, it enhances flavors. So, you know, sugar can improve the taste of foods and beverages, making them more palatable and more enjoyable. Very simple. Um, I don't know if that's really a huge positive, but I just wanted to make a note of that. Like sugar, adding sugar definitely makes things taste better. And to add to that, like typically if you get a product that has had the fat removed, say like low fat milk or skim milk, typically they're going to add sugar into it, which adds more calories, but they add sugar into it to replace that nutrient that's been removed, the fat, to then make that milk still taste pretty good. And as a general guideline, typically if something says low fat, there's been sugar added. And if it says zero sugar, um, or reduced sugar, then they've added in something else. Uh, for example, if you go to grilled and get a burger, you get the low carb bun, low carb burger bun. They actually use almond meal and egg yolk and a few other things to make the low carb bun, which actually has equal or more calories than a normal bun with carbohydrates. So that's something to keep in mind, something that most people probably don't even know. So it enhances the flavor and that's obviously a good thing. Third thing uh, that's a positive around sugar is that it supports your brain function, as I mentioned. So, you know, glucose is your preferred fuel for, for the brain and consuming sugar can help with um, just supporting your brain function in general. So you do want to have some uh, sugar, some carbohydrates across the day and they do get broken down into glucose and essentially, you know, sugar is almost basically the same. Pretty much, yeah, sugar is glucose, basically, as far as I'm aware. Um, you know, the simplest form of carbohydrate is glucose and sugar is basically glucose. So anyways, so yeah, it supports your brain function. Sorry, as I was saying that, I was just thinking all these different things about carbohydrates and um, it takes me back to studying days, which I don't want to think about. But anyways, I digress. The next thing we want to think about in regards to positives around sugar would be that it can boost your mood. So, you know, sugar or consuming sugar can increase the release of dopamine in the brain. Uh, you know, it's that kind of feel good hormone, uh, which can help to improve your mood and feelings of well-being. So, you know, as we all know, we have some sugar, we start to feel good. And then, you know, I might get into the negatives of sugar later, but we typically know that there's going to be a bit of a crash later on. And then we need to have more sugar and more of a dopamine hit to stay, you know, to have that mood elevated and maintained at an elevated level. So it can boost your mood though. It can definitely make you feel better. Think about anytime you sit down and you have a snack or you have maybe some ice cream or something like that, 
your mood is just better food just makes us happy right as human beings and sugar definitely contributes to that um another positive around sugar is that you know it's it's included in or part of occasional treats so most things that we like to enjoy like i said before cakes biscuits maybe it's like cocktails with alcohol so it's got like some sugar and with the juice and stuff like that uh potato chips whatever candy lollies they contain sugar ice cream has sugar so you know enjoying sugar in moderation can be part of a healthy diet uh assuming your diet is well balanced you're getting in enough fiber you're getting in the right amount of protein you're controlling your calorie intake as well sugar can definitely be something that can be consumed with great pleasure and enjoyment uh and it will not set you back in regards to your general health now to add to that should i talk about this now i guess i will so in general foods that contain sugar and fat together are typically the foods that make us gain body fat excessive amounts and they're typically foods that we want to eat a lot of so if someone said hey like i'm addicted to sugar i can't stop eating sugar and you hand them like a cup of sugar they're not going to drink or eat that cup of sugar they just won't it won't be enjoyable there's no flavor added it's just pure sugar um you know typically if i said hey eat this whole bag of marshmallows or lollies or something you get to a point where you just don't enjoy it anymore the same can be said for fat if you had a cup of olive oil not enjoyable cup of coconut oil not enjoyable any oil not enjoyable really um so what we actually do love as humans is a combination of carbohydrates and fats and that's when we think about cookies and cakes and biscuits and potato chips and chocolate things like that they're all a combination of carbohydrates and fats not sugar in isolation and uh, generally you know in most cases it's about 30 percent fat and about 50 to 60 percent carbohydrates that's the sweet spot for most junk food that you see that is highly palatable meaning that we like to eat a lot a lot of it so keep that in mind as well like some people try to avoid sugar then they eat more fats i was at a cafe just yesterday and i looked at their menu and it had the macros listed actually and a lot of their desserts wow the fat intake the fat content sorry insane so much like a cheesecake had more fat than my daily fat target and that was just one portion of cheesecake and it was designed uh or you know it was a recipe based around health like it was healthy ingredients but the portions and quantities of certain nutrients like fat resulted in a ton of calories and would result in weight gain if you're not tracking and it doesn't and it exceeds your calorie target for the day as well anyway so that's the positives around sugar uh in addition to that i'll also say that sugar like i said being a really easy easily digested fuel source it is definitely the primary um or prefer primary preference yep that makes sense it is the primary preference uh as a fuel source or food choice right before you work out and also during training as well i've done a podcast episode on pre-workout nutrition and i talk about intra-workout nutrition and having readily available carbohydrates like from gatorade or Powerade or staminate or something like that where you've got sugar water and electrolytes to fuel your body and fuel your training sessions so that's going to be digested very rapidly and usable pretty quickly 
and it will support uh, your, your nervous system while you're training so that doesn't cause fatigue on your whole body. So that is the positives around sugar. Now, let's talk about the negatives around sugar because I'm sure a lot of people are really focused on that in general when they really should be focused on improving their health through other things like consuming more fruits and vegetables, which contain sugar, more lean proteins, more fiber, more grains, and also learning how to control their calorie intake and portion control. But negatives around sugar. So one, obviously it contributes to weight gain. Why does sugar contribute to weight gain? Basically because consuming too much sugar can lead to weight gain and obesity because it provides lots of calories like empty calories so calories that don't contain vitamins or minerals or fiber and calories that like i said before are easily used digested and sometimes when you have a little bit you want more you want more you want more because we get these increases in blood sugar levels and then it drops afterwards and we want to get more up so we just keep snacking and essentially with this first negative what i would say is that if you're having a lot of soft drink like coca-cola pepsi sprite whatever it might be a lot of fruit juices as well that is a ton of calories that you're consuming in a very simple easy way you might be thirsty and you choose to drink a coca-cola when you could have just had a water hydrated from that and had you know about 100 calories less or more actually per serve so it's very easy to consume excessive amounts of sugar through soft drinks uh, and through just juices liquids in general and if you have sugar available to you like snacks in front of you a lot of the time like say you're in an office for example and there's a lolly jar you'll more than likely just keep snacking at it because it's there if it wasn't there you wouldn't have it but that's a negative i guess it can definitely contribute to weight gain if weight gain is not your goal then be mindful of that the second negative is that sugar can increase the risk of chronic diseases uh, if you are consuming too much and your general diet is horrible right so you're not eating enough fiber and, and lean proteins like i said before and you don't have any real control of your diet in general then consuming too much sugar can obviously lead to things like increased risk of uh, type 2 diabetes heart disease and uh, also some cancers so don't be alarmed it's not going to happen to everybody but if your diet's horrible and you're living off sugar then obviously there's going to be more issues you're going to see a lot of issues actually because if you're deprived of vitamins and minerals you will have low energy whether you're eating sugar or not and it will show in your your skin your mood your digestion everything so again sugar's not the devil but it can contribute to these concerns if you don't have a well-balanced healthy diet uh, another negative around sugar is that it could cause tooth de decay so Sugar can contribute to tooth decay and cavities, uh, especially when consumed in high amounts um, or in a lot of sticky foods as well. So actually, when I went to my dentist uh, recently, they told me that having sugar pre-workout uh, or even the rice crackers that I normally have, you know, it's a lot of carbohydrates, a lot of sugar, it can be concerning. So I should obviously like rinse my mouth or brush my teeth after I do that or choose a different food, which obviously I'm not going to choose a different food. But, you know, as a general guideline, they were just, we were talking about nutrition and stuff. And obviously as a dentist, they're quite concerned about preserving your teeth to be, you know, in good health and too much sugar could cause tooth decay. So something to be mindful of. 
Another negative around sugar is that it could cause some energy crashes. So like I said before, you get some highs and some lows when it comes to sugar, just because of that rapid increase in blood sugar levels, it typically results in a crash afterwards. And caffeine can do this to you as well, where you have this increase in energy, and then obviously there's a depletion of energy, and you start to feel a lot more fatigued and a lot more sluggish. So sugar does the same thing. And that is why I typically suggest having sugar in combination with some protein to reduce the elevation of blood sugar levels because sugar in isolation by itself will spike your blood sugar levels, obviously, but then adding some protein to that will actually lower the amount that it is spiked and uh, it'll have less of a negative effect or less of a rebound in regards to fatigue and feeling sluggish. So I tell a lot of my clients, hey, like if your kids are eating junk food, chocolates, biscuits, whatever, totally fine, but try to give them a protein source with it, uh, whether it's some Greek yogurt or it's some you know animal proteins or some eggs or even a small serve of protein powder or whatever it might be, like try to add some protein to the fun foods and it won't cause them to crash or it won't cause them to be super active for a period of time, which can be uh, concerning for a lot of parents, right? That red cordial. Uh, anyways, so adding some protein to that and some fat as well, having a mixed meal in general will reduce those, those effects of the energy crashes along with some fiber as well. But in saying that, when you do add the fiber, you do add the fat, you do add the protein, uh, if you need that energy to be usable as quickly as possible, it will slow that down. So we're not going to do that before training or during training, just something to be mindful of. So the last negative around sugar is that it can be addictive. So some people say sugar is is as addictive as cocaine. And there's a lot of jokes around that. People saying, well, you've never tried cocaine if you really think that. Uh, For me personally, I feel like it depends on the person and it depends on their lifestyle and it depends on their habits because it's not really an addiction. It's more so a habit, I would say. So if you habitually eat lollies every day, you're gonna keep doing it. When I was younger, I used to sit at a computer a lot. When I was like an early teenager and play games, Call of Duty, whatever it was, and I would have a 1.25 liter of creaming soda or any soft drink with me, and I would drink that while I'm playing games. Sitting around doing nothing, eating biscuits, I had the worst diet, honestly. When my parents were at work or whatever, and I was on school holidays, and I was just like a gamer, I would eat the worst foods and that actually uh, played a role in my opinion as to how I built some uh, really quality lean muscle in a short period of time in my young, in my late teens or mid-teens because I went from such a terrible diet to a very good diet, a very, very good diet in comparison, you know, eating biscuits and cakes and soft drink. Not ideal, but I was very active so luckily I was never obese. But it can be addictive. Apparently it can be addictive. So it's been shown to have some addictive properties and consuming too much of it can lead to cravings and overconsumption. So these are the negatives around sugar. And, you know, like I said, some people probably agree with that. Some people may be thinking about the positives of sugar and say, Hey, like, you know what? Sugar's not that bad. And I've asked this question before on my Instagram, actually, like what is the difference between a sweet potato and Gatorade, right? which is a sports drink, which is sugar, at the same equal amounts of carbohydrates. So let's just say that they both have 36 grams of carbohydrates equally. What is the difference between them? Okay, so the sweet potato contains fiber. It contains vitamins and minerals. 
and it digests slower, which will make you feel fuller for longer. That's the benefits around the sweet potato. What are the benefits around Gatorade? It's liquid, so it digests really quickly. It contains electrolytes, which is great if you're losing sweat while you're exercising. And it's a very fast usable energy because it's sugar. Uh, so the glucose levels are high. It doesn't have to break down. So there's no, there's less transit time or breakdown time and it's absorbed quickly in the body and the bloodstream. So both are great sources for different times. Maybe you have the sweet potato later in the day, you've worked out in the morning already, or, you know, just during your normal lunch or dinner meals. Maybe you have the Gatorade first thing in the morning, right before you go to the gym or during the gym, or maybe you work out in the afternoon and you need some energy before you train. So you're sipping on that Gatorade while you're training. See how there's an argument for everything and there's actually a purpose for everything as well. So definitely don't consider sugar to be a bad guy and don't avoid it. You know, there's sugar in coconut water, but coconut water provides a whole ton of potassium, which is an electrolyte that is quite helpful for various reasons. And um, there's sugar in sweet potato, there's sugar in banana, there's, there's sugar in almost everything, but it's like, typically it's the processed sugar with in combination with a terrible diet and potentially an increased fat intake as well through those highly palatable foods. Like I said, the cakes, the ice creams, the biscuits and stuff like that. That's where things go wrong and that's the real issue. Now, I guess I should say like overall, sugar can be part of a healthy and balanced diet when consumed in moderation. So definitely don't feel like you can't have it. Uh, you know, there are negatives. There are some potential negative health consequences if your diet is terrible, uh, but it's really just about being mindful of your sugar intake and choosing a lot of unprocessed foods wherever possible throughout the day, uh, throughout the week and setting up good habits as well. So I want to finish off on, I guess, the best times to consume sugar, right? So I pretty much touched on it, touched on it already, but we'll talk about it. So Obviously before during exercise is gonna be one of the best times to have sugar because it digests really quickly. Your body will get that boost in energy and that's gonna result in improved performance. So with that said, you really wanna choose sources of sugar that are easily digestible. So Gatorade obviously is a good one. So any sports drink, uh, some fruit as well, like dried, dried apricot is a great one. A banana is good as well. So any type of fruit that's lower in volume, I wouldn't say, hey, have a ton of watermelon right before you train because that's a lot of food volume, not much sugar per gram. Uh, it's great at making you feel full, but it's probably not gonna get the job done in regards to giving you the energy that you need. So consuming foods that are easily digestible around and before training can be a great time to have some sugar. Uh, another good time would be after a workout as well. Again, like that's just to replenish your glycogen levels, so your carbohydrate storage to then be ready to fuel your next training session. And if you're someone who works out twice a day or you have a very active job, then that becomes a lot more important. So you do wanna get the glucose in your system uh, pretty quickly after your workout to then fuel your next training session. And uh, a lot of people, like I'm a bodybuilder, right? I'm competing in bodybuilding right now. And just two days ago, I had a very, very high calorie or a very high carb day, which was predominantly a lot of sugar early in the day specifically to fill my muscles out to increase my muscle glycogen. And I took photos every three, every two hours or so, and you can see the obvious change in my physique. Muscles were fuller with more detail, more shape. That's a result of glucose being 
digested and absorbed as glycogen and stored in the muscle. So that's a pro, that's something that you want, which can then be utilized for your next training session. Or if it's just for cosmetic reasons, like being a bodybuilder, then hey, it's a good time to carb up and get those those carbs in your muscles. Uh, another good time to have sugar would be in the morning. So consuming sugar in the morning can help to provide energy across the day. Uh, again, it's important to understand or it's important to select the right sugars in the morning. You don't want to consume a ton of sugar, have this massive spike in blood glucose levels, and then have a crash and be hungry again later. So this is the time where you'd have a whole lot of fruits and maybe some whole grain breakfast cereals uh, rather than things like sugary pastries or, or donuts or something like that. Uh, I typically have jam, which is pure sugar, on crumpets in the morning, and that's because I'm training right after that. So that gives me a great source of glucose that's easy, or yeah, sugar that's easily digestible and uh, very readily available to use while I'm training. Um, and then another good time to have sugar is, I guess, like just an occasional treat, right? So just on occasion, if you feel like you want to add some fun to your diet, having sugar at that point in time, not really a problem. And I think, I hope that based on all of this information that you realize that sugar is really not that bad and you can have it whenever you like to in moderation and don't be, um, maintain some control around it. So I'm not suggesting go and have Coke, like like multiple cans of Coke every day, because that could potentially lead to weight gain if your diet sucks and if you're constantly hungry. So if you're trying to be in a calorie deficit, you're trying to promote fat loss, I would stay away from liquid-based sugary drinks as much as possible. I would lean more towards fresh fruits because they do contain more volume, vitamins and minerals and fiber, which can make you feel fuller and uh, the sugar will still provide the energy that you're looking for. So I guess that's pretty much it. That's a wrap. It's 25 minutes, 26 minutes right now in this podcast and you know, I'm always going over these things, but let me just finish with this. When is it advisable to avoid sugar? When should we completely eliminate or minimize sugar consumption as much as possible? One would be if you have diabetes, right? So if you've got, if you've got diabetes, then consuming too much sugar can lead to spikes in you know, your blood sugar levels, which could be dangerous. So it's important to obviously work with a healthcare professional around this and uh, ensure that you have a good nutrition plan that's going to help to manage your blood sugar levels and uh, avoid these, uh, you know, these spikes and drops uh, in that regard. So, you know, obviously if you have diabetes then we need to work on your overall health, we need to improve your lifestyle and sugar is probably going to be out for a long period of time. And it can be in there in moderation in small amounts. And obviously, you know, the fresh fruits and vegetables would be in there. Uh, but you just want to manage things as best you can to, um, to improve your health where possible. So that's one time you, that you would try to greatly minimize your sugar intake. Another time, obviously, if you've got some dental issues, so if your, your teeth are decaying or you've got cavities, things like this, then you know limiting your sugar intake or completely removing it or looking for sugar alternatives might be a great idea as well. If you're someone who thinks that you're addicted to sugar, you're probably not, but you know if you're obese, it will never hurt you to say, hey, you know what, I'm gonna go minimal sugar as low sugar as possible or i'm going to go zero processed sugar or i'm going to cut out soft drinks completely i'm only going to eat you know fresh fruits and vegetables and unprocessed foods in general having these you know lifestyle changes around your nutrition 
is not a bad thing at all. So if you are obese, then hey, like maybe cutting out sugar or minimizing sugar might be the way to go. But I can tell you now with great um, certainty that you could come to me today and be obese uh, for a nutrition plan towards fat loss that you want to enjoy. And I could give you a certain amount of Nutella, for example, or honey or jam or lollies or something, a controlled amount, and I could let you, or I could suggest having this every single day in combination with a very healthy diet and 90% of your diet would be very healthy and the calories would be controlled and you would lose body fat, you would improve your overall health and there'd be no issues around that as well. If your diet was 90% sugar and 10% health, then we would have a problem, obviously. Um, another time when you might completely look to minimize sugar is if you have any underlying health conditions, uh, you know, or health uh, concerns like heart disease or cancer, things like that, because your body can feed, or these cancers and stuff can feed on carbohydrates. So uh, it's not really under my scope of practice, but I do believe that if you do have um, these kind of concerns like cancer and stuff like that, then having a higher fat diet with uh, minimal minimal carbohydrates in general uh, could be better just because these things could feed on sugar and uh, make it worse. So overall, that's my podcast for today. Hopefully it's been informative and helpful and you understand it. And I hope the general theme that you're hearing from me is that sugar is not bad for you, but it should never be the priority in your diet. You can enjoy a wide range of range of fruits, vegetables, biscuits, cakes, ice cream, whatever you choose to have. And as long as your calories are tracked, you're eating enough protein, you're eating enough fiber, you, you're having enough water, you're quite active, and you're controlling your calorie intake for the day, which is either a calorie deficit or maintenance or a small surplus, then you are in a good place and life is all good. And at the same time, if you're someone who typically eats very healthily and you go out on a holiday and you have a week of eating a lot more sugar and stuff like that, you might feel a little bit sluggish and not great because your body's not used to it. You might crash a bit, but it's not going to throw you back either as well. So keep these things in mind, guys, and um, I will speak to you soon.